Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and TuneIn. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, today I'm joined by Pastor Olivia Michael, Pastor Julie Miller, and Pastor Billy Logan. How are you all doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Can't complain. (laughs) Glad to be talking with you, Gray. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, generational ministries and the importance of ministering to all age groups and also the importance of Mm multi-generational ministries. And so I think probably a good way, Pastor Margaret and I usually like to start out with a fun question, and I'm going to add a second question to it just for our (laughs) conversation. So like our fun question is usually what's your favorite ice cream flavor, but I'm going to add to that. Um, since we're talking about generational ministries today, your position here at Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg. Hmm. You want me to go first? Go okay, first? sure, sure. Ice cream first. That's my uh, ice cream first, yeah. Okay, my favorite ice cream is very specifically from Smiley's Ice Cream in Mount Crawford, not sponsored. Oh, now I can't remember. Salted caramel chocolate chunk mm. in a waffle cone. Mm. And... Pastor Olivia, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Pastor Margaret loves smiley. Oh, yeah. It's a family. It's a family thing, you know, a whole event whenever we go. Um, but also my position here, I'm the pastor of generational ministries. Pastor Sweet. Julie, do you want to uh, Well, my favorite ice cream is peppermint stick. Specifically, my mom's homemade peppermint stick, but I will settle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> particularly since she's 12 hours away. Um, but I am the pastor of children's ministries here at COTN. Yeah, I'm Billy. Uh, favorite ice cream. I have a new favorite ice cream as of this summer, probably. And it's Bluebell Cookie Two-Step. Yes. And you can't get Bluebell in our area. Like the closest (laughs) one is in Charlottesville, Virginia that I found, um, over there in a, in a Kroger in Charlottesville, Mm -hmm. but Bluebell Cookie Two-Step uh yeah when that when that um carton gets empty i i get the emotions i'm going so uh yeah and um my position here at uh, church of the nazarene is the pastor of discipleship well thank you all for sharing and mine i'm plain vanilla so i'll probably get shameful get over (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and custard vanilla or from klein's is where i my favorite place to get it yeah, I just had y'all share specifically, um, you know, your different positions here because today we're talking about ministering to multi-generations and the different age groups and the importance of it. So, and also I want to throw in that previously to be a pastor of discipleship, Pastor Billy was the pastor of college and young adults. So mm-hmm. we have children's pastor, um, youth pastor, which pastor of generational yeah, ministries yeah. and pastor of discipleship, which is oversees our life groups here at the Church of the Nazarene. So uh, uh, maybe, Julie, if you want to start out first and talk about the importance of ministering to children and maybe how long you've been here as children's pastor and maybe when God started that desire in your heart to minister to children. Awesome. 
Um, I have been here for five years now, um, coming up, so which is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, God really has always placed a love um, and a desire to work with children on my heart, and I didn't really know what that was going to look like. Um, but when I was in college, he started to call me to ministry, and I still didn't know um, that the two were going to connect in any way whatsoever. Um, but after I had graduated and um, had a conversation with Pastor Adrian, about the position here, God really put it on my heart that this is what he had called me to, and it was just made very clear. Um, I didn't know that children's pastors existed growing up, and so <laughs> that probably would have always been my dream job. Um, I just didn't know it. So, um, But yeah, ministering to children is something I'm obviously passionate about, but I think is so important. So often we refer to children as the future generation and the next generation. Um, but they really are the generation of today. Um, they've ministered to me in so many ways. Um, <laughs> I think we can underestimate how much um, of an impact children make in this world, and they really make a huge impact. So if we can uh, minister to them young and get them um, into church and into God's word and really following after Christ, their hearts are so pure. Um, and we can learn a lot from that. And so I think it's just an awesome opportunity that we get to um, start ministering to kids from such a young age. Right. Yeah, and they're so, you know, at that young age, they can really, you know, they're kind of like a sponge. They just yeah. soak mm-hmm. in everything. And so mm-hmm. it's a good time to really take them to church every Sunday, mm-hmm. send them to Kid City in our case um, with Pastor Julie and uh, Pastor Olivia, if you just want to share about ministering to students, middle school and high schoolers. Sure. And the importance of that age group. Yeah, I mean, I'm really grateful for Pastor Julie and people like Pastor Julie because she kind of like helps to like foster a love for church in our students before they even get to me. And so, you know, that is obviously the work of the Holy Spirit, but he very clearly uses people like Julie right. to do that. And so really grateful for that. And I think... Um, ministering to students is one just really fun I mean it's a really fun job and I mean aside from that I do think it's important because being a student like I think about when I was in middle school and it's like no one deserves that you know no one deserves middle school it's hard (laughs) and you're like trying to figure out who you are and middle school or high school is just as hard like trying to find where you fit Um, and so churches can obviously be a big part of that and kind of helping students find their place in the body when they're in middle school and high school, like really sets them up for success in that when they, when they leave middle school and high school, because once they go through kids city, it's kind of like school, you know, like there's always a place. I mean, especially in our context, like we have a children's ministry and a youth ministry, And they kind of graduate high school and it's like, well, there's nothing really programmed for me, for my specific age group. And so like, if there's no love for the church instilled in you, and if there's no, if you don't really know where your calling is, it's like, well, it's kind of easier just to like fade into the background or to get disconnected. And so like, obviously we want to disciple students. And I know Julie is really passionate too about not only ministering to students, but ministering to their families and helping equip families to disciple their kids. And so that's important, um, just helping them grow spiritually, but also like um, helping them find their place is just like so, I think 
meaningful and valuable for that age group specifically so that when they're done with the youth group, they can kind of continue in there and in the place they feel called. Right. And before we continue, just two things as uh, both Pastor Olivia and Pastor Julie were sharing that stuck out to me. I was thinking, um, you know, talking about ministering to kids and their families. I was thinking about a story dad told once of a couple and they still attend this church. Their kids are grown now, but they started attending when their kids were young and the parents came and they didn't really agree with our theology, but they <laughs> stuck around because their kids loved kids church and kids yeah. city. And, and uh, then dad said a few years later, it clicked in the adult service with the parents and they, mm. they started to, kind of come around and understand what was already being understood with the kids in kids' church. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times parents, if their kids love the church, I mean, sometimes they can win their family, their parents. Yeah. So. yeah. And uh, ministering with students, I agree with you, Pastor Livy. It's a, can we call it an awkward age? We can't. We most certainly can. <laughs> it's a middle, it's an awkward age for them and for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love our middle school. We yeah. do love middle yeah. schoolers, but it is, it is, yeah. And it's hard, you know, middle school and high school can be hard, but I remember in middle school especially because some middle schoolers, not all, but you feel bad for middle schoolers because some middle schoolers are just mean. Yeah. Like, I felt like middle school was much harder in that regard mm-hmm. socially as compared to high school. Yeah. Like, high schoolers are kind of just done and they're yeah. past all the... No dramas. Drama. But, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, ministering, and I've, I volunteer with the youth, and I feel old saying I'm going into my 13th year of helping with the wow. teens. I, I think you were been in, a in long high school. Yeah, I, so. you were there when I was there. I might have been yeah. in middle school. <laughs> well, probably, probably like ninth grade at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, I'm very Grace, sorry that you had to be a part of that. Grayson started helping when he was 10. <laughs> I, uh, I think it was 22. I think Pastor Adrian recruited me uh, mm-hmm. to help with a fall right after I graduated college. So yeah, um, so it's, it's very important. And Pastor Billy, you oversee our life groups, which, you know, adults but also families are in life groups. So just talk about the importance of life groups and ministering to families and yeah. generations. Yeah, absolutely. First, I want to say I'm grateful for, for Pastor Julie and Pastor Olivia, and most importantly, for their for their heart for God, um, their desire for holiness. And children's ministry here, um, because of Pastor Julie's heart, um, it's not it's not just a place to entertain kids so they're not interrupting the service. It's it's a place like their vision is to partner with parents in the discipleship of their children. And so it begins there. And then Pastor Olivia's heart just to see um, and come around these these young people in, in this um, formidable time in their lives, but not just to, to comfort them and and and, and try to um, cushion them uh, when they go through these awkward things, these hard things, these confusing things that, that the culture is bombarding them with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she points them to godliness, it, it, and it's shown in her, in not just in her speech, but in her life. And so I'm, I'm grateful for them. And then, as Grayson said, we have, we have life groups here, our small group ministry, and that's multi-generational. You know, we have groups, um, we do have a group that's specifically for college students, but we also, we have groups that are, are young adults. We have 
groups that are multi-generational with families, with kids, um, young and old. We have groups that are just for 55 and older. So we have demographics that fit um, each and every need that someone might have for community and for fellowship and growing together. But yeah, it's a, it's a vital um, part of the church because it's where it's where we connect deeper with others in relationships. It's where we're really challenged to grow in our faith in Christ as we as we study God's word and and grow in community. But it's also where we care for one another in the body. And so, um, ministering across all generations when when you have multi generational uh, life groups and stuff, you see um, um, even from a young age, you you see the care of the church for one another, taking care of one another in the body. And so, um, yeah, it's just a, it's a wonderful opportunity um, to have available, um, especially if, if you're part of our church and you're not plugged in, I, I challenge, I encourage you to give it a try, uh, to lean in, um, to find a place to connect and, and grow deeper in your faith and, and be cared for. And you'll, you'll, you'll see as, as you lean in um, growth, uh, not only in your spiritual walk with the Lord, but also just in relationship with others. And so... Um, yeah, I'm grateful to be able to serve in this position here. And community is very important, no matter where you go to church. Or if you don't have a church, it's important to find a church and get in community with other believers. And uh, it's important for your kids, for your teens. And, you know, college and young adult, I didn't even know I was going to follow up with that, but I had mentioned at the beginning that you had prior to overseeing life groups, you oversaw the college and young adults, and that's another important area to minister to and to be an example and kind of pour into. I mean, we have three different, and if you count Blue Ridge, four different colleges in our area. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah, and and that, that ministry, as, as I kind of transitioned into the position I serve now, I mean, we didn't do away with it because we didn't think it was important. It was just that the vision of the church was that we would grow younger together, that that, that demographic would take ownership of the church, um, you know, moving forward, uh, moving the mission um, forward. And so I love it that it, even in Kid City and in 3D, um, you know, they have small groups and stuff. So as as these uh, kids grow, like they come out and, and they're like, what's for, what is there? And we say, oh, well, there's life group. There's still community. Mm-hmm. And it's not a foreign thing to them. You know, they, they've been in small group community. They've understood that dynamic and they can just assimilate into it as, as they uh, become the church, as they take ownership of, of their church. Right. And uh, just for perspective, as you were talking, I was thinking, and you mentioned a young adult life group. I know Pastor Olivia and Aubrey Charette lead the Young Adult Life group. And yeah. so if you want to share about that. Yeah, I actually was just thinking that when Billy was talking, I'm like, I'm talking about how important it is to minister to teens, but like, I'm, I guess I'm a young adult. And yeah. like, I do lead that life group, but more than anything, it ministers to me. And so it's like, so, I mean, okay, let's just be honest. Like coming out of college is really hard because it's like, especially for, me like and i know julie you can relate to this like we went to college out of state and you too grayson like we went to college in boston and, and then, Billy went out of state oh yeah you're just still in the state yeah. that you went to college yeah. in that's right um and so you go out of you go out of state and then you move back home and it's like or move somewhere and it's like wow all my friends from college are still there and i'm all of my roommates from enc still live together and so like they have our college community there and it's like i'm in virginia and so you get here and you're like well what do i how do i make friends like i haven't really had to do this in years and so how do i like connect 
and meet people. And it's just really challenging out of like out of college, college age, just like trying to figure out who you are aside from your education, because that's all you've really known. And then trying to find people who kind of fit in with that. And so my life group has been, I mean, I have said this so many times. And so I probably sound like a broken record. So like my life group is great. We have really like deep and hard conversations. Just this past week, we had a conversation that really challenged me and I had to mm. like cut it off. I was like, it is almost nine. Like you guys have to leave. <laughs> I'm getting too <laughs> tired for this. Um, and oh. so like, that's great. But they're also my friends. Like I have made really, really good friends through my life group, people that I would have never met otherwise. And so that has just been like, even the ministry of their friendship has been so like good for me just in the last four years post-college. So. And Pastor Julie, you and mm-hmm. your husband, Scott, lead a adult multi-generational life group. I actually am in your life group. <laughs> so if you want to share about ministering mm-hmm. to families and adults as well. Yeah. Um, I would just piggyback off of what Olivia was saying, you know, that relationship building. And, you know, I haven't had to do this in years, um, but moving here, it was kind of like starting from scratch. You know, I didn't have any relationships really. Um, and so in the beginning, I was really thirsty for that. And I was like, I'm going to go make friends um, and be really intentional. And then you kind of sort of get in a rut and you're like, okay, I'm tired of doing this. And I don't really, I'm not going to go up to people. I'm not the type of person that's going to go up and be like, hey, let's be friends. Um, <laughs> so through life groups, it is such a great opportunity to build relationships because you're in community with people and you get to go deeper with them. And those relationships just naturally happen through life groups. And so um, particularly for me getting to do that in a multi-generational youth group when I don't really have family here um, has been a huge benefit because I've been able to develop a family um, through life groups. And so I think it's a really neat opportunity um, for all generations um, that we have a place for all of them. Um, And so I think Pastor Billy's done a great job with his leadership there. And... um, the videos and the curriculum are excellent. Top notch. Um, really, they're really good. <laughs> they yeah, really are, and they really foster deep discussion um, and growth, spiritual growth, which is so important um, to be able to grow together as a life group. So, and Billy, I know you've led a life group in the past, and you're currently in a life group, and you have a wife and three kids. So, just talk about the importance of, you know, even your family being in a life group and involved in that, and the impact that it has on your kids. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a roller coaster of us being in group, leading a group, out of a group, um, with three little ones, five and under, um, and lack of sleep. And babies, <laughs> babies don't know you're you're in a life group when you're in the life group. They still they're still hungry. They still cry. And um, so yeah, that's been a journey. But we decided like uh, last semester, which we didn't get to go with just the season we were in, but we decided that we needed to plug back into a life group somewhere. Pretty much because of what you you kind of alluded to, Grace. We want our kids to to get that community, that smaller group community in. Um, you know, we plugged into one now that has a few more uh, kids around their age, and hopefully, just so that they can grow up and see like we need each other in the church. You know, we have a, a larger church here, and my oldest she loves Kid City. Um, she's finally got brave enough to to go in there, and she's loving it now. But like, <laughs> but they need that. They need that. Um, they, they need to see that godly community matters. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a gift to, to be able to, to plug in there and um, to laugh, to, to pray, to cry, to 
to do all the things you do with with friends and family uh, when you get together, and that's what it feels like um, for most people in in their life groups that that they've been a part of. So, Pastor Billy, you also mentioned like we have groups for fifty five and older. So uh, I know uh, Pastor Joe, who's our shepherding pastor, is not in the room, um, but uh, maybe just share a little bit about the Joy Group, and because we're talking about ministering to all ages, so we have. You know, it's important for community, young and old. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, we have life groups who are led by uh, faithful leaders um, who are who are upper in years, but they're faithful um, in their in their leadership and serving as life group leaders. But also, yeah, as, as you mentioned, we have the joy group, the just older youth, right? It's Fifty five right. and older, <laughs> and it's actually, I mean, right after this uh, pandemic that we've been in, it's actually grown. So it's 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 crazy what's happened. Um, as a result of that, you know, there's more people leaning in. They've understood how deeply mm-hmm. they want to gather and need to gather, um, as we all do. But, but yeah, um, they gather on a regular basis to share a meal, to share fellowship. Um, there's usually some sort of devotional aspect and some music. And, and yeah, they have a wonderful, wonderful time together. And we value that generation because it is because of their faithfulness and their sacrifice mm-hmm that we're sitting around this table right now, that, you know, that these walls are up. Uh, you know, all glory goes to God, but, but we give thanks um, for them because they've been the generation that's, that's come before us that we're standing on the shoulders of right now, um, that we're sitting on this property. And so we're thankful for them and I want to continue to see them minister to and have the opportunity to, to gather and fellowship together. And I think the importance of multi-generation, obviously, can learn from people older than us, but I've also we've also talked about ministering to kids and to youth. And I know I volunteer with the teens, and my first intention is, well, they need somebody to serve the teens. But I've gotten as much and learned as much yeah. from the guys in my group as hopefully they've learned from me. And I think that people that volunteer with kids can say the same. That hopefully that they learn things from the kids because we know in the Bible it says, unless you become as a little child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And also, as before we uh, started this recording today, I was looking up a scripture came to my mind, um, and I had to look it up so I'd make sure I didn't mess up the reference, <laughs> but it's 1 Timothy 4.12, where it says, don't let anybody look down on you because you were young. And Pastor Julie alluded earlier in the broadcast that, uh, you know, we talk about the future of the church. Well, they're not just the future, they're the present of the church, whether it be kids or teens you know, we're all the church. We're all the current church, no matter the age group. So that's important. That's good. Also. Um, so just anything in the last few minutes that we have here that each of you would like to share? Maybe I'll start with Olivia and then Julie and then Billy. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, that's, I think like student, I mean, all all of these ministries are like dependent on, volunteers right and so like it is a it's a ministry to students but it's like our job is kind of to like equip volunteers to minister to students right and so like I know that we all do this we all um I would say 50% of my job is like making sure we have volunteers who 
not only are just like warm bodies in rooms, right, but mm-hmm. volunteers who love the Lord mm-hmm. and care about students and yeah. children and people, you know, mm-hmm. are in the places they are to disciple our people well. Mm-hmm. And so, like, first of all, if you are a volunteer of any of these ministries listening to this, thank you, mm-hmm. because we absolutely couldn't do it without you. Yeah. And it is an absolute joy to partner in ministry with them. So I just feel like grateful to be able to walk into 3D on a Sunday night and be like, wow, we're not doing this alone. And every, like, I think we have 19 leaders who come every Sunday night to youth group. And it's like, that is a, that is a, a testimony to God's faithfulness and be a testimony to how important like students are in our church. 19 people care enough about them to commit to coming to church every Sunday night for two hours to like do what? I mean, what do we do Sunday night? We put Oreos on our face and we like had a competition to see who could get it in their mouth the fastest. I should come to you, you know? more often. And, and it was also deep fried night. So right. there were like deep fried Slim Jims and pickles and you know, it's just like disgusting stuff. But like still, even though that's what we were doing, we also talked about the Lord and you know, all that yeah. good stuff. But like 19 people cared that much about our students that they felt like they need to give up those two hours. So like, that's just like, that's how important students are to the life of the church. Pastor Julie. I think I just, not to be a copycat, but (laughs) I go off of um, what she said about volunteers. I think we can, each of us can sit here and say, well, this is my ministry or um, just represent our ministries. But the volunteers are really the backbone of each of our ministries. Um, we couldn't do it without them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are the ones on the front lines. They're the ones, yeah. you know, that our, right. our kids are talking to. The mm-hmm. kids aren't coming to me every single time. They want to know the answer to something. They're going to their small group leader. And they are um, they're seeking relationship, not just with me, um, but with all of their leaders. And we really we couldn't do the ministry alone. There are so many. Um, thankfully, God has blessed us with so many kids and so many youth. Yeah. Um, in this church, and so having volunteers that are willing to pour into them is so huge and so key um, to the ministries, and for all generations as well. Like Billy mentioned, you know, we've got seniors who are leading life groups, and that is such a testimony um, that God is still raising up leaders. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, final thing, yeah, I I say thank you as well to our life group leaders. Those who have served in the past as leaders, those who are presently serving, and and those of you who will be a life group leader and you just don't know it yet. <laughs> um, and so thank you. And also thank you. Uh, thanks to the Lord, but um, we're grateful for Pastor Chris, who's now right, alongside right. in right. Gen Ministries and right. um, working alongside Olivia most closely um, with, with youth, with middle and high school. And God's already doing things. Um um, in that area, in, in his ministry, and, and also want to say thank you to uh, to Sarah Kinzer, who is our right. who is our director, yeah. and she kind of like keeps us all all in order here. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, me, my, and Julie, and Olivia, and um, so we're grateful for Sarah Kinzer and her gifts and talents, and the way she keeps us in line and and laughing. And so, I just want to say thank you to her as we as we close out this discussion about generational ministries. Right. I will thank each of you for sharing, and I think I'm just going to close and pray a blessing over each of you. Um, Lord, I first pray for uh, Pastor Julie and Scott and uh, Preston and their little one on the way, Lord, and I just pray a blessing over them and the children's ministry here at Church of the Nazarene and 
also I thank you for their leadership and uh, leading a, a multi-generational life groups, Lord, and just thank you for their service, and I pray a blessing over Pastor Joe William. I pray for Pastor Olivia and uh, for Pastor Chris, as Pastor Billy mentioned, as they minister to our students, middle school and high school, Lord, and we thank you uh, for their ministry, Lord, and uh, also I pray for uh, Pastor Olivia's uh, young adult group, Lord, and the lives that she's ministering to through that, Lord, and uh, I don't want to forget our college group, Lord. I know that uh, Morgan Pango and Brittany Vines lead uh, the college groups. I pray for them and that group, Lord, and uh, I pray for uh, Pastor Billy and Hillary and Ella and Halden and uh, Lottie, Lord, and their family, Lord, and as Pastor Billy gives leadership to our life groups and uh, just uh, uh, bless the life groups, Lord, and uh, Sarah Kinzer, Lord, as she assists all three of them in uh, generational ministries, Lord, we lift her and her family up to you, Lord, and uh, just uh, pray a blessing, um, over this church and over our joy group also, Lord, and Pastor Joe as he uh, gives leadership to that now after Pastor Jim's retirement, Lord, and uh, just uh, ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. And uh, just thank each of you, um, Pastor Olivia, Pastor Julie, and Pastor Billy, thank you for joining me today and for talking about ministering to all generations. Uh, it's been great to have each of you. Well, thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I pray that as uh, Pastor Olivia Michael, Pastor of Generational Ministries, Pastor Julie Miller, uh, Pastor of Children's Ministries, and Pastor Billy Logan, uh, our discipleship pastor, have shared today that today's broadcast of Hope Talks has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Hope Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates in the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg, Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.